Hey guys, I'm Tez, the tax expert, and welcome to my podcast, Tez Talks Taxes. I provide tax and financial solutions to individuals and small businesses. If you have questions or would like to have more information, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My name is Tax Expert. Thank you for listening in to session two of the Time Management Podcast. So if you heard the first one, I discussed how to manage having a full schedule when you have a full-time job and also a business that you're trying to grow and run. Today, I'm going to talk about how to manage situations when you are a procrastinator. Now, I was able to break procrastination down into three important factors. And we're going to go over each of these individual factors and we're going to talk about the symptom so that you can see if you actually identify as one of these factors. And then we're going to also talk about the solution, which is a way for you to basically get beyond that habit or that issue and get your project done. So let's get started. The first factor of procrastination is a perfectionist. Now, I will be honest with you. I have certain traits of this I remember when I was in the second grade and my teacher told me I was going to be an eraser head. She said, when you grow up, you're going to be an eraser head. And the reason why was because I would write something down and then erase it and then write it again and maybe erase it again. So basically, I hated mistakes. And if I made a mistake, I wanted to get rid of it and just start over. But that's a problem. That could be time consuming. And I actually had to learn how to get over that habit and get things done. So I'm going to give you the solutions that worked for me. So here are the symptoms of a perfectionist. Someone who feels like it's all or nothing. Number two is someone who feels that something should be 150%, not just 100%, but 150% means that they are just going over and beyond. Number three is someone who feels that there shouldn't be any mistakes. Someone who doesn't want to make any mistakes. And number four is someone who is afraid to try new things because of their fear that they may not do it correctly or is not going to come out perfect. So if any of these things match something that you're going through or a habit of yours, well, listen closely because I'm going to talk about some solutions. So the first solution is to strive for excellence, not perfection. Don't try to give that 150%. Go for that A- or that B+. You can always strive to get 100%. But going over and beyond may just not be reasonable or possible for the task that you're trying to do. So if you aim for excellence or for greatness, then you're still doing a spectacular job that you can be proud of. Number two is to prepare for your task and to set a time frame that you're going to get it done. So in other words, if you were to prepare for something it would lessen your chances of making mistakes on it. You may still have mistakes, of course, because we're human, but your mistakes could be few and far in between. And if you set a time frame, 
you'll be able to figure out how you're going to get this project done within a reasonable amount of time. So that brings us to number three, which is to stick to your schedule. Basically, if you set a time frame, stick to that. If you start realizing that you're going over your time frame, you have to analyze the reason why and figure out what happened for you to go over it. What's the time frame that you gave yourself reasonable? Is this project that you're doing just not something that you feel you can achieve within the time that you set? Or do you think that it's possible for it's better for you to delegate this task to someone that is more experienced or someone that can be more efficient and get it done in an accurate and reasonable time frame. So when you are um, figuring out how to solve this particular habit of being a perfectionist, try using these three solutions and see if that can work for you. We're going to talk about the next factor of someone who is a procrastinator, which is the fear of failure. So let me give you some symptoms for this one. People who feel failure feel being judged. They fear that they will look silly or may sound stupid or something of that sort. And they are scared to try new things. Does that sound familiar? It sounds like the perfectionist. Wow, we have two different uh, factors here with similarities. So here's some solutions when you feel failure. You really have to think about if there's evidence to support your emotions. What makes you feel that people are going to look at you and say that you are stupid or that you're silly or that you didn't do it right or that you didn't do it correctly? All these negative thoughts may be going through your head, but that does not mean that that is actually what's going through other people's heads. So you really have to put things in perspective and stop letting your emotions control what you're doing. Then you have to think about it in this way. What's the worst that can happen? Okay, you may have a few people that don't agree with what you're saying or what you're, with what you're doing, but if it's coming from a good place and if you put the correct amount of time and energy and preparation into something and you know that there is an audience for what you're offering, then you're on to something and you shouldn't hold back from doing it because you're afraid that a few people out of many may not like it. And what you can also do is use that feedback that you receive from a few people to edit or make it better. So you can always listen to positive criticism and use it as a way to make a better product. But at the same time, you gotta remember that if you don't put it out there, you're not gonna get any feedback, which means you'll never be able to produce something that people will be able to enjoy, appreciate, or learn from. The next thing is to take action. Just get it done. Find a way to map it out, prepare for it, and get it done. The good feelings that you're going to receive from getting it done is going to follow right after that. Once you get a task done that you've been trying to complete, it feels great. 
and it will also give you the motivation and encouragement to keep going. So just remember to plan and prepare and develop persistence. Don't give up. Don't talk yourself out of it. Don't let your emotions get into the way. So now the third factor is for someone who is a chronic underachiever. We actually call this the chronic underachiever syndrome. And here are the symptoms of it. First, they have a lack of motivation. And this can spark a spark from having the lack of setting goals. Second, this person could be the master of self-sabotage. Okay, so some tips about how people self-sabotage themselves are as follows. They avoid critical tasks. These are tasks that they know they need to get done, but they're avoiding completing it. They're not preparing in enough time. So you know you have something to do. You know you have to prepare for it in advance, but you're not actually spending your time preparing for it. Another one is they're waiting until they're too tired to get projects done. So that can be at the end of the day when you just finished so many different tasks and work duties that you have throughout the day and now you're extremely tired and you're trying to do a project but you don't have your energy and your mental capacity is just not there for it. Another factor is that they let people interrupt them. So when you're working on a task, you really have to set boundaries and let people know that, listen, I'm busy at the moment. I can address what you need if it's not an emergency as soon as I'm done. And you have to stick to that because allowing people to interrupt you would prevent you from getting things done within a reasonable amount of time. Next is that they allow people to take up their valuable time. Now, this can mean um, perhaps you're going to go out to dinner with a friend or you're going to go to the movies or you're going to go um, visit family or relatives somewhere or you're going to um, volunteer for something. There is nothing wrong with that, as I discussed in a prior podcast, but what you have to be aware of is that Something like this can definitely get in the way of the time that you need for your project and the task in your business that you need to get um, that you need to complete. Um, and lastly, for a master of self sabotage, they don't use a calendar. And even though this is a small and subtle thing, it is actually a big deal for people who have a schedule that they need to follow. Not using a calendar can result in you forgetting things or not completing things, and it could lead to a disaster. So if any of those things um, have described some issues or habits that you actually have, then listen closely for the solutions. So the first solution is to have a daily affirmation. And you probably heard of this before, but the reason why this is so important is because you have to understand that self-sabotaging starts within. And if you start within and provide encouragement to yourself and positive thoughts to yourself, you'll be able to start doing things correctly. So 
Your affirmations can be something along the lines of, I deserve to be successful. I will work smarter. I will prepare on time. You can write out your own, but just make sure that there are things that are encouraging to you and things that will help you get yourself into the mind frame and the mindset that you need to be in. And then the other solution is to define your goals and stick to them. Now, on the next session for the podcast, I'm going to explain how to define your goals and how to map out your time. But um, I just want you to know that defining your goals will help you figure out where you want to be. It will help you figure out, okay, right now I'm at point A and in one month I want to be at point B. And then when you define your goals, you're able to create action steps. And with those action steps, you should do daily or weekly things in order to stick to it and stay on track. So that um, covers the three factors when it comes to procrastination. I just want to give you guys some of the takeaways or the big you know, things that you should um, have picked up on from this session. So basically, you need to plan, prepare, schedule. You also need to be present, be efficient, and be realistic. You need to get out of your emotions, and you need to ask for help. You might not have to do all of those things. They may not all apply to you, but definitely look at the solutions, look at the symptoms, and figure out which of these will work best for you to get a task done. If you have any questions on this session, please reach out to me on Instagram under the name Tax Expert. I'll be back tomorrow again with the continuation of the time management topic, and I hope to talk to you guys soon. Take care.